AEW and WWE's NXT Wednesday Night Wars are just days away from setting off. On tonight's show, we run down everything to know about the upcoming television debuts. We're also going to be talking with WOW Women of Wrestling's newest superstar, the daughter of Rowdy Roddy Piper. Teal Piper will be joining us via telephone. And that and more, this is Bush and Stone with the World View of Wrestling, WVOW on WVOW. Well, we're back. It's episode two, and we're looking at the world of wrestling that you and I see through our eyes, Mr. Stone. That's me, Mr. Bush. Yes, that's back, and we want to thank everybody for listening to our first episode, but let's go ahead and dive in more to the world of wrestling. Let's look at the WWE. They recently came off Clash of Champions, and uh, Mr. Stone, for me, it was one big giant, eh, you know, I watched Clash while working the board up here at the station. Uh, I believe it was England, uh, Eagles and Falcons. Uh, I know Clash was on the uh, same weekend as the WVU-NC State. WVU won 44-27. That should give you an idea of how much of the Clash I actually watched. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this. I, it was on. It was sitting there, and I was looking at it from time to time. I, I watched it, and it was just kind of a... <sighs> okay, it, it felt like a it felt like a glorified Monday Night Raw, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, pretty much. I thought the uh, I thought when I saw Seth Rollins and um, Braun Strowman and Braun Strowman, I almost said Brock Lesnar, but that that's another more story. on that later. Yeah, uh, uh, that was a good one. I liked that one. There was a couple of good ones on there, but for the most part, you're right. It just felt like another show. Yeah, and I, I wasn't really all that excited for it. Like, yeah, I wanted to see. I was hoping Braun Strowman would win the title. But with the direction the stories were going now, I'm kind of like, okay, I see why you're doing what you're doing. I thought Braun looked strong. He kicked out of four curb stomps. Oh, they don't call it a curb stomp no more. Oh, what do they call it now? I think, I don't know. I think they just call it a stomp. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's a curb okay, stomp. It's a curb it's stomp exactly to me. It is, it's so. a curb stomp to me, but well, it's it whatever. Was four or five? He got a bunch of them, and then... Yeah, he finally got him down with the pedigree and then another stomp. Yeah. And that's that was the finish of the match. But, um, you know, looking ahead after Clash of Champions with a big... Uh, kind of. That's kind of what I thought of it. Um, I You know, I gave it a thumbs in the middle. It was just kind of there. Well, I think Hell in a Cell uh, coming up... I guess it's Sunday, this Sunday, right? The uh, uh, October sixth, yeah, yeah, yeah. We it's coming up this Sunday, uh, just two days removed from Friday Night SmackDown Live premiering on Fox. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. You got WWE Champion Kofi Kingston defending his uh, title against Brock Lesnar. This will be the first time Lesnar has wrestled on cable since early two thousand four. And this is also going to be one of the quickest WWE title changes you'll ever see. Maybe not as fast as. Backland and Diesel in Madison Square Garden on the house show back in 1994. But this is going to be pretty quick. Uh, remember, WWE, as much as I enjoy WWE, they like to try to remind us that we don't have memories. If that makes yeah. sense. Well, um, yeah, I think they just kind of move on and just, just they. I think they forget about it, so they think that we forget about yeah, it. Yeah, and we don't forget that Brock Lesnar absolutely demolished Kofi Kingston at Beast in the East. A few years ago, yeah, that was like, the night that uh, Finn Balor won the uh, NXT Championship. No, I do Tokyo. remember that show. I remember yeah. that show. And uh, it was it was about a four minute match. Brock Lesnar beat Kofi Kingston. Now, of course, we're in different places now, a different time. But 
I like Brock coming onto SmackDown, challenging for the title on the on the first episode on Fox. I think that's a good move. I think it's a smart move. And he's obviously going to win it because uh, you're on Fox. You need ratings. And Kofi's a great champion. I enjoy Kofi. But Brock Lesnar is ratings. I don't know the obvious. I think you're probably right. However, you want ratings and Brock Lesnar getting beat doesn't happen very often. It never has happened very often, even when he was in UFC. So him actually losing to Kofi Kingston, I think that'd be a big deal. It would be. I don't um, think it's going to happen. It would be a big deal. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't see that happening either. Uh, but the debut of Fox, October 4th, we're looking forward to that uh, on SmackDown. So we'll be. I'm sure we'll be tuning in. Actually, we won't be. We'll be at a football game. I was going to say, we're going to be we're going to be DVRing the <laughs> SmackDown to, to catch up on it. But uh, one thing I do want to bring up, though, uh, the King of the Ring tournament was moved off of Clash. was. It was moved to Monday Night Raw the night after. Well, where would you have put it? I mean, it was the actually, show was over at ten thirty. I still, where would you put it? <laughs> the show was over at ten thirty. You could have found anywhere. Yeah, had a lot of matches on Clash. Well, you could have easily just uh, not had Baron Corbin win, and people might have cared. But nevertheless, <laughs> Baron Corbin is the king of the ring. As you know, it was almost you know, a meteor was headed for Earth, and everybody saw it coming. And then when it splashed in the ocean, everybody went, "Oh, that finally happened." Yeah, that was pretty much what I thought about it, too. That guy is literally the most boring, ridiculous, gimmick-having person I've ever seen. This dude looks like a hostess or a waiter at the Applebee's. See, I still think he looks like a guitar tech or a roadie from Metallica. He's not that cool. No. <laughs> you think they're cool, huh? Okay. Well, I mean, <laughs> working for Metallica, that's cool to me, but... I mean, Baron Corbin, he's bland. I don't know if you saw this. On Raw, recently, they did a, a thing where they showed like Baron Corbin's top five moves. <laughs> Jeez, what a struggle. Right. I mean, obviously, deep six end of days, but after that, whoo, they struggled. One of them was a clothesline. Is that the one where he does the ring around the pole? No, he did that, but the other See, one was... I think that's cool. Eh. Ah, you just don't. Eh. You're going to get blocked again by Twitter. You're going to be he's the already... first person to ever get double blocked. Well, he's already blocked me, so whatever. <laughs> I still say bad things about him on Twitter. But anyway, Corbin becomes king of the ring, which means now uh, a losing streak is on the way because that's what happens in the modern-day king of the ring. Um, I think he already did. Uh, he lost to Chad last Gable Monday. <laughs> last Monday. Uh, so here we go. Well, he got this go. new crown, new robe after Gable fought him, and when he won King of the Ring, it was one of the flattest responses I'd ever heard. It was like somebody just poured the syrup out of a fountain machine with Pepsi, and there was no carbonation. There was no fizz. There was nothing. It was just like, okay. Or as I heard somebody one time say, it's the Coke without the brown. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty much it. Yeah. You get that flat drink at the, yeah. at the fast food joint. Yeah, yeah. It was like spoiled milk. It well, was, it was awful. And Baron Corbin, Baron Corbin's garbage, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. If you're listening to this, well, now wait a minute. If you want to talk about garbage, let's talk about that hit and run storyline with uh, Roman Reigns. Okay, now, wow. that's been that's been so bad that it actually had promise. It did, and then all of a sudden, I, I loved how they actually brought in a lookalike for Eric Rowan. Uh, Daniel Bryan did, and then it turns out that uh, they had footage. 
that look just like Eric Rowan and the guy that looks like Eric Rowan. I think they jumped the gun on that a little bit. <laughs> I, think, I don't think they realized. I think they realized how bad the storyline was, and they're like, you know what? Let's just get Rowan out here. Let's get uh, let's get the match. They bring back Luke Harper, which Dave Meltzer said wouldn't happen, so he's wrong again. Again. So uh, yeah, that's keep- one thing I've noticed about trying to report wrestling news, and I say trying because I don't think anybody can actually do it well. I think everybody is trying because there's so much disinformation. And some guy out there somewhere in a basement just making stuff up. Yep. So there you looking go. Looking at you, Meltzer. But anyway. I am, however, looking forward to Hell in a Cell. Yeah, I, Hell in a Cell has some promise. We both love the Bray Wyatt character. We yes. love it. We think it's fantastic. We've been. The best gimmick in professional wrestling right now. Absolutely. No question about it. And Mick Foley actually tweeted out the other night on Twitter. Um, when Bray Wyatt's on TV, I stop what I'm doing and pay attention. I can see that. He's money. And I've liked the uh, deals they've been doing the last couple of weeks with him doing this horror movie looking yeah. thing in the ring. I can't describe it. You got you got to go find it. We'll put it up on uh, we'll put it up on the Facebook. I'll find yeah. a clip. He's doing a thing where he is attacking others and bringing others down, whether it be legends, current stars, and he's doing it in front of Seth Rollins, and Rollins looks horrified. Yes, and now granted, maybe it's a little he over. Does, he does kind of remind me of one of those teenagers off of uh, Elm Street or at the Crystal Lake. Yeah, there possibly. A bit. This that's what they all grew up to be. If they lived, they grew up to be Seth Rollins. Yeah, that, that's yeah, all of them. Seth Babyface Rollins. Well, uh, they got to pull the trigger. Bray I Wyatt so. has to win this championship, especially with all of the competition that's going on right now with wrestling. There's no reason why this guy, who's getting over with everybody, put the belt on him. The big red belt, that is. The universal title will be on the line between Bray Wyatt, the fiend Bray Wyatt, and uh, champion Seth Rollins. But that's not the only Hell in a Cell match. Yeah. That's not the only one. The uh, it, it, the big blood red cell structure, it's going to also house... I hate that. You hate it? I hate that it's red. I didn't like it, but I liked it after a minute. I don't like it because it takes away from the match. Like... Oh well, it doesn't maybe. look right to me. It looks. Forced. I thought it was a little. I thought it was different enough that I, you know, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see Sunday maybe. Uh, well, I won't. I'll be up here again, well, as I know. am every every night and every day. Uh, but Raw Women's Champion Becky Lynch defends against Sasha Banks. This has been a pretty good story. Ever it's since, been good. Ever since Sasha's come back, she's sort of the chairwoman of uh, WWE or the chair man. Can we still call her the man? We might as well. I'm going to. I don't care. Well, see, Ric Flair had that lawsuit. In case you hadn't heard, Ric Flair is suing WWE over the use of the term. Is that official or is he? I don't think it's official because he was on roll the couple yeah. like the other day. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, like, I think they cut him a check and said, here, Rick, just go on. I think he's probably going to be at SmackDown. Probably. Yeah. So. I would assume. So I think all is well there. I think they wrote him a check. Yeah, small check. And, you know, if, if Ric Flair just wasn't, you know, like, uh, you know, piddling away his money for the last 40 years being Ric Flair, maybe he wouldn't have a problem right now. He's still the nature boy, though. He's still the nature boy. But, you know, we'll talk more about some of these crazy, wild things that's been going on here in WWE. But you know what? Now it's time for our first break. Uh, we'll be back after this. And we'll be back with Till Piper, won't we? Is she calling in next? Yeah, we'll be back with Till Piper, and then we're going to talk about All Elite Wrestling, and we've got a lot to cover there. You're listening to Bush and Stone, WVOW on WVOW, the worldview of wrestling. Next Thursday, you will be caught in an extreme flash flood. 
Disasters don't plan ahead, but you can. Talk to your loved ones about making an emergency plan. Get started today at ready.gov plan. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Millions estimate their benefits online so they can do what they want offline. Social Security. Securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Today, my new dad threw a barbecue. I burnt everything. Ah! And then we played catch. I broke Mr. Lewis's window. And then, somehow, my hand. My hand! And then my dad even let me drive his car. The hospital's on the right! It was a rough day. It was a great day. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of kids in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. WVLW Logan. And we're back here on the World View of Wrestling, and we got on the line the one and the only Till Piper. Good evening, Till. How are you doing this evening? I'm great. How are you? Reasonably well, reasonably well. Till Piper, for our listeners out there, she is the daughter of the late, great Rowdy Roddy Piper, and she has recently planted her flag in the land of, wow, women of wrestling. Uh, you participated now in the AEW Battle Royal at the All Out Pay-Per-View last month. Since then, or before then even, I guess you decided to sign with WOW Women of Wrestling. What made your mind up to go with WOW Women of Wrestling? Uh, you know, Dave, um, I just think it's a really great company. They have been pushing women, making them the main event um, for so long in wrestling. Much longer than a lot of a lot of the rest of the industry. And that was just something I wanted to support and be a part of. Um, it's, and I love that they have that old school feel and that old school style to their production. You know, that's something that I really love about wrestling. So between the two things, I was really excited to get to work with them. Well, you know, women's wrestling has come a long way from the days of the uh, girl wrestlers. And women's wrestling isn't just a side attraction anymore. It's the main event. Uh, you know what, what's going to set you apart from the rest of uh, of the superheroes there on uh, Wow Women of Wrestling? What what can fans expect from Till Piper going forward? <laughs> um, I'm I'm a bit of a talker, <laughs> so I think people are going to get a lot of fun with me on the mic there, or at least I'm going to have fun, whether or not they do. I don't know. <laughs> a troublemaking and, ta- uh, talker, I assume. Uh huh. <laughs> and um, you know, I I. I'm very excited to get in the ring and see uh, see what my uh, how I hold up against these other girls and stuff. And I think what'll set me apart is, you know, I'm just somebody with not a lot to lose and a lot a lot to prove. So I'm excited to go in there and just really get at it. Well, speaking of uh, the roster there, Wow Women of Wrestling, is there anyone specifically you have an eye on? Who's going to get whooped first? Uh, um. <laughs> Well, uh, the new season hasn't aired yet, but um, there is definitely, if you guys turn tune in to Access TV on Saturdays and watch, um, there will definitely be an episode that will answer that for you. Uh, <laughs> it's, um, you know, wrestling kind of plays itself out, and I didn't have my eye on a very specific person, but let's just say I sure do now. And uh, that's tune in to Access TV's Wow Women of Wrestling featuring Till Piper's Saturdays. At 8 p.m. only on Access TV. Till, I thank you very much for calling in, and the best of luck to you. And I'm going to give you the last final word here before we go to break. Well, thank 
thank you so much for having me. You know, if you love me or hate me, guys, just come and be loud. This is Teal Piper from WOW Women of Wrestling, and you are listening to the World View of Wrestling on WVOW. And here he goes. West Virginia, Virginia football. He's going to go all the way in. Touchdown. Lives here. And here we go. A home run ball deep downfield. And he makes the catch right up the middle. He goes. He's on his way. It's a foot race. He's, He's going to score. 15, 10, foot. End zone. Touchdown. West Virginia. The Mountaineers are back in action against Texas on Saturday, October 5th. Only on your home for Mountaineer football. West Virginia's premier sports station, WVOW. This is what matters. This is beyond X's and O's. This is the difference mutual respect makes. This is what character looks like. This is what defines us in West Virginia. This is sportsmanship. School sports, it's not the outcome that matters most, but the way the games are played. This message presented by the West Virginia Secondary School Activities Commission and the West Virginia Athletic Directors Association. WVOW Logan. Welcome back to the World View of Wrestling, WVOW on WVOW. I'm finally back in the studio. I'm sorry, you went to the bathroom and then she was calling in. I had you, you locked me out of the whole interview. I didn't lock you out. You did. The door was locked. Oh, I didn't mean to do that. Yeah, sure. But anyway, let's... She was lovely. I'm sure she was. Let's dive into some AEW, Mr. Stone, as... AEW had all out. We'll say ratings wise was okay, in t- in my opinion. Ratings wise and and content wise, the internet exploded over it. They thought it was the best thing since sliced bread. I thought it was okay. I watched a forty five minute highlight video on YouTube and it looked pretty good. Yeah, if you cut it down to about that, it would have been good. <laughs> Unfortunately, I watched the four and a half hour program or five hours worth of programming. Was it that long? It was so long. It felt like it took forever. And, and you know what? If you're an AEW fan and you're not complaining about the length of the show, don't ever come to me and tell me WWE puts on a long show again. That one show we watched, The Fight for the Fallen, oh, it dragged. It was so long. This did too. Okay. This did too. All their shows seem to drag, but well, they're going to have to get their timing down because when they go on to TNT. By the way, AEW's Dynamite on TNT. Dynamite. I still think ACDC's song is the perfect intro for that. I'm TNT. It's funny. Uh, TNT had wrestling on it for years for Nitro, now and now they have Dynamite. So that's, well, that's funny. That's set to take off this Wednesday, October the second at eight p.m. TNT, and it'll be the official first. Two hours live mm-hmm. from Full Sail University of NXT on USA at 8 o'clock, too. It, it's gonna be, Wednesday Night Wars have started. It's going to be interesting to see how the AEW guys adapt to being on live television. Because other than like Cody, Jericho, no, no. maybe a couple other guys, Sean Spears, none of these other guys know anything about live television wrestling with no net. Well, yeah, I, well, you know as well as I do, live radio and recorded radio. Way different. Two different things. Yeah, it's a different animal, and it's hard to do, it, especially when it comes to timing out your matches. You're not going to get all your stuff in. It's going to be interesting, but that first edition of television, you got a few matches for us, right? Cody Rhodes versus Sammy Guevara. I'm, I think that's going to be pretty good. Sammy Guevara is a good hand. I like him. The Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, the insufferable. 
Kenny Omega. Of course. Is going to be taking on AEW World Champion, and hopefully he'll still have the belt. King of Longhorn. Yes. Uh, he'll, be, uh, he'll, he'll have two mystery partners. Nobody knows who they are. Well, we'll have to wait and see what they decide to do with that. But the uh, AEW Tag Team Title Tournament is right around the corner as well. On October 9th. We're going to get that started off on October 9th. Uh, the only match they have listed for that night is the Young Bucks versus Private Party. Private Party needs to win this match. Young Bucks, if you're listening, don't do what you're going to do and put yourselves over because you're the vice presidents and you think people care if you're the tag champions. Get these young teams over. Do not, do not, do not put yourselves over. And uh, Okay. And then the uh, following week on October 6th, you got two tag team matches. The Lucha Bros. Mm-hmm. This is my one of my ones I'm looking forward to. The Lucha Bros. Versus the Jurassic Express. I keep wanting to say Jurassic Park, but the the boy and his dinosaur. Luchasaurus is the best thing AEW has. And you put him with uh, you put him with Jungle Boy, which is uh, I like it. I like it, the it's pairing. a stupid name, but he works it, man. It, it it's works. a good it's a good gimmick for him, and it works with Luchasaurus. Now Marco Stunt, that guy needs to be bagging groceries somewhere. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I don't think it really hurts their uh, traction. I, I don't like Marco Stunt. Nah, no, I don't like Marco Stunt. He's too small. Just, no, come Every, on. Everybody I've talked to about AEW, they love Luchasaurus. Oh, he's amazing. This guy's going to be a big deal for them. And if they don't realize that yet, they're stupid. I agree. He was the best part of All Out. The stuff he was doing was insane. And he's a big dude. He can move. Reminds me of a really young, more athletic Undertaker mm. with what he can do. And I love the gimmick. I like it. I'm, I'm, I'm all in on Luchasaurus. Uh, I like me some Cody. I like some MJF. I'm not super sold on the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. I don't get into it. But uh, we actually will get to see the finals of the well, AEW. Well, on Go October ahead. 16th, SCU, SoCal Uncensored, they're yep. going to be taking on the best friends. And they're <sighs> going to decide who on and October 23rd is all the sem- semifinals. Uh, Dark Order, of course, received the bye into the semifinals, but... That match they had with after, Best Friends was atrocious. Well, after all of that, the finals for the AEW Tag Team Championship tourney will be decided in Charleston, West Virginia, October 30th. We'll be there. I'm anticipating a Halloween theme for the show. I hope we're anticipating a Halloween theme because Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy are going to be the AEW Tag Team Champions. I think there should be some Milton Pumpkins getting smashed on somebody somewhere. <laughs> uh, now, I haven't, I'm just saying, I haven't been to the Coliseum and Convention Center since it became the Coliseum and Convention Center. Last time I was there was like six years ago to, to take a, a, an electrician test. Well, well, it's, you know, it's well, going to be a little more fun this time. Well, AEW debuts. They'll be taking on NXT, and we'll have plenty to talk about on our next episode about that, but we got to take a break. We'll be right back with Worldview of Wrestling, WVOW on WVOW. Whoa, long time no see. It's me, the Rock T-shirt in the back of your closet. Dude, remember? You crowd surfed in me, man. But you haven't worn me in, like, forever. I get it, you're retired, but I still got some Rock left in me. So take me to Goodwill, where I can really make a difference. Your donations to Goodwill create jobs, training programs, and education assistance for people in your community. To find your nearest donation center, go to goodwill.org. Donate stuff. Create jobs. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Oh, hi. Right now, I'm getting a remarkably heartfelt bear hug from Smokey Bear. Thanks, big guy. Now, if you could let me down... See, I made sure there were no low-hanging branches when I set up my campfire. And before we left, I drowned out my campfire, stirred it, drowned it out again, then made sure it was cold. (laughs) 
Visit SmokeyBear.com to learn tips to prevent wildfires. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. When you need them, your local volunteer fire department routinely answers the call. Whether it be a fire, traffic accident, or a cat stuck in a tree, there is always someone there for you. However, because of declines in memberships, departments are becoming understaffed and struggling. Here's how you can help your neighbors and your community. No matter what skills you may possess, you can make a difference. Your local volunteer fire department desperately needs your help. Can you direct traffic, install a smoke alarm, help at fundraisers? Your community needs you. You don't have to fight fire to be a volunteer. Will you make that difference? Will you answer the call? Brought to you by the National Volunteer Firefighter Recruitment Center, a program service of the Volunteer Firefighter Alliance. For more information on how you can help and make a difference, visit www.nvfrc.org. That's www.nvfrc.org. WVOW Logan. And we're back here on WVOW's World View of Wrestling. I still think this sounds like the Seinfeld song here. It kind of does, man, but we're strutting and cutting. That's right. We're strutting and cutting. Are we ready for the Stooge of the Month? Yeah, and there's several this month. There's several this month. I told you it wouldn't take long for it to pile up. No, it wouldn't. Go ahead. Like a wreck on the highway, you can't help but look. But I, we mentioned it earlier. The person that thought Roman Reigns getting hit by a car, the, you know, oh, God. Stooge of the Month! The person who booked Baron Corbin to win the King of the Ring. Stooge of the Month! And Ric Flair. Woo! To be the man, you gotta sue the man. <laughs> so there you go. Stooge of the month. Stooge of the month. I've also got one more that I'm going to throw in there. Oh, okay. Uh, in case anybody missed it, Lacey Evans was up in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. That's <laughs> about uh, six hours north, or yeah, roughly six hours north of Calgary, a little bit to the east. This was last weekend. Alberta. Yeah, this was last weekend. Uh, there was a video surfaced of Lacey Evans calling a cop a nasty and saying she couldn't wait to get back to the States. Uh, <laughs> the entire internet exploded calling her disrespectful, uh, and all this. So get some, any one of those people get a ticket from a cop. Let's see how they act. Yeah. Well, apparently, uh, this was all, this was a statement released by Lacey Evans, who was actually a military police officer. In case nobody knew that. I didn't know that. As prior law enforcement myself and a U.S. Marine, I do not condone, agree, or promote disrespecting or making LEO's jobs harder than it already are. The video was created by both parties to promote a local event taking place in the Edmonton area. As a sports entertainer, it's my job to not only entertain, but to set a proper example. With that being said, I'm glad you all were entertained, but if you try to honestly disrespect or put my brothers and sisters in blue and harm, I hope you get what you asked for. Sergeant Australia, which is her maiden name. So if you bought into that and complained online, you are now a member of the Stooge of the Month Club. What well, did she get? Did she get a ticket? I think so. Oh. But like, she probably deserved it. But anyway. Well, I don't even know why she even went and told her. Anyway, all right. Today in wrestling history. Yes. This is always one of our favorite segments. This, this day, day in wrestling, wrestling history. history. It was on this day in 1985. This day. This, the this day today. Day. Uh, in 1985, Nature Boy Ric Flair was the man. 
He was, still is, <laughs> depending on what lawyer you ask. He, he retained the NWA World Heavyweight Championship against the Russian nightmare Nikita Koloff inside sure. of a steel cage. Crazy thing about Nikita Koloff, super nice guy, minister now, has come to uh, All-Star Wrestling in Madison a few times, great guy, actually changed his nationality to Russian, even spoke with the Russian accent with the guys. Arn Anderson looked at him one time and goes, we know you're not Russian. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. It's a funny story. Well, so. what's so important about this day is that after the match, Ivan Koloff, Crusher Khrushchev, the rushed in, closed the cage door, assaulted Flair until the American dream does the roads, made his way in. Ole Anderson, Arn Anderson run in. They locked the cage door. And they all just beat up on Rhodes. This is when Flair knee-dropped Rhodes' ankle. And this the- was the double cross oh. Ole Anderson did on Dusty Rhodes. It stemmed from a storyline of Dusty saying, It will never be over, Ole Anderson. It will never be over. And guess what? It wasn't. Ole put this in motion for a year. Slow burn storytelling, man. That's why it's classic. Led to the Hard Times promo. You put hard times on Dusty Rhodes and his family. Everybody got Dusty oh, Rhodes. Oh, yeah. Everybody does it. And that led to Ric Flair versus Dusty Rhodes at Starcade 85. And that was one of the best matches you'll ever see. And now you know. And that is this day in wrestling history. And that's going to be pretty much our time for this week. What we're going to say, though, is we want to thank everyone that's tuned in and listened online at WVOWradio.com. Everybody that's got on our Facebook page. Our Facebook page is growing immensely. Yeah, it's very well. I, we've been sending out invites, and people have been messaging us and they everything have. else. Yeah. So go to your Facebook or whatever tablet, whatever thing you go to the Facebook your on. Your computer, smartphone, or tablet. Uh, yeah, I only say that every day. You figured out know it yeah, about now. But anyway, do. World View of Wrestling on Facebook. Get with us on there. And uh, you know, who do you think the Stooge of the Month should be next? Absolutely. We got four nominees, and I think they're all well-deserving. Uh, next month is our next episode, episode three. And I'm thinking we're going to do a little bit of a Halloween theme since next month is October. <laughs> uh, you're a big Halloween guy. I love Halloween. My son was born on Halloween. He's actually on Halloween. He actually on Halloween. 720 Halloween night one year ago. You have the demon seed. Apparently. But, uh, no, I love my son. He's great. He's still a demon. But we'll look at some Halloween themes. We'll look at maybe our favorite. I think next month what we should do, because we normally like to do this occasionally, let's do favorite Halloween Havoc moments. Oh, I already got one. Because I love Halloween Havoc. Nah, I already got it was a great. It was a great event. I, I think we're it. about to see a repeat of it, too, between I Daniel think... Bryan, Roman Reigns, and uh, the Bludgeon Brothers. I don't know why they don't bring Halloween Havoc back. I don't either. They really need I, to. Apparently nobody's had the idea up there. It's Connecticut, man. You never know. They're too busy in traffic. But that's all our time for this week. Check us out. We're online at WVOWradio.com. Check us out there on the uh, live stream. We can check us out on there. You go to the podcast and streaming. Check us out. This is episode two. Go check out episode one if you missed it. And go like the Facebook page. We're constantly putting stuff up there for you guys to check out. Get involved. Talk with wrestling fans just like yourself. I'm Nathan Bush. He's Aaron Stone, and we're out of time. Out of here.